0: Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. there and welcome to another episode of the dietitian success podcast. Hope you are having an awesome week. I am having a great week. I was actually off yesterday for my mom's birthday. We just spent the day together, which was really great. Uh, So there's definitely been a few high points over the last week, stuff that I'm super grateful for. Number one, it's just the ability to take a Tuesday off and go to brunch go get a blowout with my mom on her birthday. Number two, and this is something that I was talking about today on my Instagram stories and it resonated with a lot of you. I know that because I got a number of DMs in response to this video. So I I wanted to talk about it here too because in case it's helpful, it's been something that's on my mind. Um, One of the things that I feel like I myself have struggled with quite a bit as being someone who is a work from home full-time entrepreneur is really getting into a slump when it comes to getting ready in the morning working for yourself and being your own boss are when it comes to the motivation to get ready in the morning for work it's just a different experience and there there i mean there's no there's nobody telling you that you need to do this and so I think when I first started, it was such a novelty because I was like, oh, great, I can work from home. I can wear sweats. It's going to be great. I don't have to dress up. I don't have to wear dress clothes. I don't have to do my makeup. I don't have to do any of the things. I can wear sweats. Now, having said that, there is this quote that I heard recently that has just really stuck with me. It has burrowed its way into my brain and I can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) It's this idea that however you do anything is how you do everything let that sit for a second (laughs) however you do anything is how you do everything and it's like it got me thinking well damn like if i'm starting this day with an attitude like i don't really care and i'm not really showing up for myself or for my business what is that saying for the energy that i'm bringing into the rest of my day right and hey you know what? Maybe this resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't at all. Maybe you're like, I'm my best self when I'm wearing sweatpants every day. Uh, And if that's you, then that's cool. That's great. That just has not been my experience. That's not me. When I show up for my day, I just set the right tone. When I get dressed, when I get ready, I'm more likely to do things like do an Instagram story. I'm more likely to turn on the camera for this podcast episode so that I can repost it to YouTube. And so there's a different energy that I'm bringing to pretty much everything that I do, including my client calls, including my meetings. It feels like I'm actually going to work. And so to me, this has been an important shift. It's been an important realization. Just a personal anecdote. So if this is something that's helpful for you and it's resonating, great. Maybe you're on the same journey. If not, that's okay too let's get into the actual content of this episode. Today we are talking about repurposing content and I want to share with you as part of that how exactly we repurpose content in Dietitian Success Center so that hopefully you can get some inspiration and ideas that you can then apply to your own business. And so the reason why this topic is important and it's something I wanted to talk about today is because number one, as I'm filming this, we're still in January. So we're really at the start of the year when we're thinking about, okay, how are we planning into the future for our business? But also on January 31st, I am going to be running a content planning workshop for Dietitian Success Center business members. So this is where we are actually going to sit down, we're going to get super organized, and we're going to come up with a list of content topics to map out content for the next six months in your business. And I'm not kidding. We are going to accomplish six months of content in the span of an hour. So if this is something that you're like, yes, I need to get organized. I need to map out what I'm talking about in my business for the next six months. Then I would love for you to join us in that workshop. If you can't attend live, that's okay. Of course, I'm going to record it. It'll be posted to the DSC business membership for those people who want to watch it on demand, watch it afterwards. That's totally cool. And so the business membership is only $54 to join. So if you can spend $54 and have all of your content mapped out for the next six months, I feel like that's a pretty good return on your investment of time. (laughs) That's my pitch for you. So, Anyways, that workshop's going to be happening. There's also going to be a recording, so you can join at any point and get access to that material. All right, so now let's jump into the episode. Today we are talking about, of course, repurposing content. And what I mean by this is I mean that we are taking a piece of content, like a blog post, for example, that we've created ourselves, and we're using it in multiple different ways and multiple different formats. And so before I get into really a brain dump of all of the different ways that we repurpose content so that you can get ideas for your own business, I want to talk for a second about why we repurpose content, why it's just such a smart thing to do in your business. The first reason is because it is an instant time saver. We are all strapped for time and we're all feeling the same way. With regards to, ah, oh, I feel like I need to show up everywhere and create content for everything, but I just don't have the capacity in my week. And so we, we are always feeling that, oh, I should be doing this, right? And so this is one of the best ways to sort of ease some of that tension and to start really working smarter and not harder and make the most of the time that you do have. And the other reason why we... Repurpose content, and it's actually a smart move for both your business, but then also the clients that you're trying to attract. Is because in order for something to actually register with us as consumers of content, we have to see it in multiple different ways. We have to hear it in multiple different ways. We also all learn very differently. Some people like to watch things on video, some people like to read a blog post. So for example, someone might write a blog post on a topic and I might miss it because, hey, I subscribe to a lot of different email lists. And I just, when I was checking my email this morning, I wasn't in the right headspace to read it. But maybe it was really great information for me. Now I also see that they posted it as a podcast episode. And suddenly I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. This totally fits within my day. I can listen to this while I'm out for my walk, right? And so it's just a smart idea as business owners to create content in multiple different formats. If you feel like you're repeating yourself, that's okay. That's actually a good thing. Again, people like to hear and need to hear things in multiple different ways and in multiple different formats. And then on that note, as content creators, it is important for us to show up on different marketing platforms and different marketing channels. And that does not mean you need to create unique content for every channel that you're on. We do not have to be everywhere but sharing the same content on multiple platforms just allows you to spread your reach a little bit wider and then lastly is that ultimately you are getting more return on every piece of content that you create when you repurpose it so anything you put energy into in your business is an investment at the end of the day so if we're going to invest time into writing a blog post for example Let's maximize that blog post for everything that it is worth. So, on that note, I want to share with you some of the ways that we repurpose content within Dietitian Success Center. Again, in the hopes that it's going to inspire some ideas for you. And then at the end of this episode, I want to run through a little checklist that you yourself can go through to see if you have any gaps in terms of how you could be repurposing content better in your business. Okay, the first big way that we repurpose content is this idea of starting with long form and distilling it down from there. So what I mean by this is when we're thinking about how we create content in Dietitian Success Center, we really focus on the longest form of content first. And so most commonly, how this ends up showing up is that what we do within DSC we have we create something called evidence summaries for our nutrition topics. And essentially what evidence summaries are, and I'm sure that you can guess by the name, we create summaries of the current evidence and science around a topic. So it's like a lit review, but it's a funner read, in my opinion. So you don't have to do the work yourself, right? It's taking all the information, it's summarizing it in a way that you can print it off, you can highlight it, you can read it. It's all there in one piece of content, in one summary. Now, these summaries, as you can imagine, are time and labor intensive because they require research, they require writing, editing. And so when we create these, we have to think to ourselves, okay, how can we use them in multiple different ways? And so one of the things that we do is those evidence summaries are really the first step to our content creation process. And then we actually use those as a script for our video courses, and we do this so that people can either choose to watch the course videos or they can read the evidence summaries, just depending on how they prefer to learn or what they have the time for. And this is something that came straight out of our annual feedback survey from our members, is that some people love the video content, some people love the written content. And so our objective is to be able to give people either option. And then from there, that information from the evidence summaries also becomes our client facing handouts. And then we can even take this a step further and we can use this content from our evidence summaries and turn that into marketing materials. So, for example, a great way to market a course is to create a blog post related to that topic and use keywords that people would be using to search for that topic so that you are getting found in Google search when people are looking for courses related to whatever you've created a course about. So what we do is we take those evidence summaries, we then do some keyword research to understand, okay, so what are people searching for related to this topic? We take some of the information from that evidence summary. And by that, I mean just little snippets of information, to turn into a public facing blog post to be able to actually advertise that course and that evidence summary, um, but then we can add keywords to it so that it's SEO optimized. So that's one of the things that we do. And then we also use this content then to create Instagram posts. When we post something to Instagram, we just have it set up so that it reposts to our Facebook page, our public facing pa- Facebook page we don't create separate content for our Facebook page because we just don't feel like it's worth our time, to be honest with you. Uh, And then we can also use that content and post it to LinkedIn as well. We could probably even take this a step further and, and repost these pieces of marketing material on Pinterest. We honestly, we just haven't baked that into our system yet. I'm sure it would probably be useful. It's just not a part of our process. It hasn't been a priority, but maybe one day we will. And then what we also do is we take our blog posts. So we take this even a step further. (laughs) We then share our blog posts in dietitian-focused Facebook groups. So if questions have come up from people, so for example, last week we published a blog post on lead and cadmium contamination in dark chocolate. So this is something that has come up in the media. There was a consumer report that was done on contamination in dark chocolate. And so, of course, people are asking questions about that. So, we wrote a blog article on it. And then, in response to some of those questions in Facebook groups, we're able to then post that blog post, which is great. And then, of course, all of our content gets reshared into our DSC community for all of our members. Another thing that we do is we repurpose video and audio content as well. So, One of the things that has worked really well is I create a script for each podcast episode. So typically just bullet points. As I'm doing this podcast episode right now, I have a Google Doc open on my screen and I just have bullet points jotted out and I do that so that I stay on topic. And then what I do is I record the podcast episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can also see that I'm recording it as both audio and video so that I can share it to podcasting platforms, and then also YouTube. I record all of my podcast episodes and YouTube videos in a program called Descript. And so what Descript does is they will actually auto-generate a transcription from what you're saying in your podcast episode from the audio. And so what that means is they'll actually generate a written document That is a word for word of what you just said in that podcast episode. Now, it's a little rough, for sure. It's not perfect. You definitely need to go through it and clean it up. But it's a really great starting point because then we can turn that transcript into a blog post. We can also then take the content that I've been talking about in this podcast episode and I can get on Instagram stories and really just reshare it. Uh, One thing I've done in the past, which I just didn't keep up with, I just didn't work it into my process, but it might be something interesting for you is that as I was recording my podcast episodes, I would live stream them on Instagram live. So that's also an option too, if you feel like that's something that you're interested in trying out. We also then take little snippets of this video recording and we can turn it into Instagram reels. So literally just editing out a piece of content from this video, saving it as an mp4 I send it to my phone and then I can upload it as an Instagram reel. And then the other great thing about podcast episodes and YouTube videos is if I have nothing new to share on Instagram, but I want to do an Instagram story, I can just reshare old podcast episodes. I can reshare old YouTube videos. I can reshare old blog posts. So, this is just again a reminder that repeating yourself, feeling like you're repeating yourself, resharing your old content is okay and it's actually recommended. And then the other thing that we do is that we share all of our content to our email list every two weeks. People get so hung up on what am I supposed to share to my email list? Like, what do I talk about to my email list? And it can be as simple as just resharing stuff that you've created over the last two weeks. And so, what we do is we use the exact same template for every email that we send. We have a little section at the top where we post. New free content. So we share our podcast episode, anything else that's free if we've done a blog post. And then we do new member content underneath and we reshare any member content that has come out over the last few weeks, over the last month. So it takes us about 10 minutes to create that email because all we're doing is just inserting new links and new descriptions for all of the content that we've created. And so it's so easy. And so this is just a reminder to you that if you have an email list, you can just reshare something that you've shared in the past. Reshare a blog post. Reshare a recipe. Do a recipe roundup. Do a blog post roundup. It doesn't have to be anything super extensive. It can just be as simple as that. And then lastly, the other way that I want to talk about repurposing content, because it's been such a helpful tool for me and my business is I actually use the copy from my website as my sales script. So if you go onto the sales page for Dietitian Success Center, the membership page, there's all this amazing copy on there, right? all this amazing language around why you should join DSC, what DSC is, um, DSC is perfect for you if... And that makes for a fantastic script. Whenever I am going to pitch or sell DSC in the future or on Instagram or whatever I'm doing, I can use that exact same script. I never reinvent the wheel. And so this is just another reminder for you. If you're like, I don't know how to talk about my business on Instagram, just literally copy and paste the copy from your website into a Google Doc and read it off the screen if you need to. All right. So I hope that me sharing some of those details gives you ideas for your own content creation process. So now let's run through a little checklist to do a self-assessment and see if there's areas where you can fill in some gaps in your process. So the first checklist item, are you starting with long-form content and tapering it down from there to create content for other channels? So by long-form, I'm talking about blog posts, podcast episodes, YouTube videos, course videos and then tapering it down into some of those short form pieces of content, like an Instagram post or a Facebook post or a post for your private community. That's the first checklist item. Second checklist item, are you resharing the content to all of your channels? Are you sharing it to Instagram? Are you sharing it to Facebook? Are you sharing it to a Facebook group that you manage? Are you sharing it within your private community? Are you sharing it to LinkedIn, to Pinterest? And by the way, scheduling tools like Canva make it really easy to do this. You don't have to do this all manually because that would take a lot of time every week. So you can just set it up. There's also tools like Buffer or Later where you can set it up so that a post posts to different channels. Third checklist item, could audio content be turned into video as well? Just throwing it out there. Just a question. If you happen to have a podcast, can you turn it into a video? this is a checklist item that I've only just started to check off this year um, in the last few episodes. But before that, I was not actually doing YouTube videos. So it was a good reminder for me too. The fourth one, could audio or video content be turned into a blog post or vice versa? So can you just transcribe audio or video and then turn it into a blog post? Next one, what are you sharing to your email list? Can you just repurpose the same content you're sharing elsewhere? and put it into an email blast. And then lastly, are you using the content from your website as a script when you talk about your business on social media? All right. Well, that is it for me. One quick request before I sign off. If you're loving the Dietitian Success podcast, I would so appreciate if you would share it with your friends and your colleagues. Just shoot them a text, shoot them an email, a DM, share one of your favorite episodes and just say something like, "Hey, thought you might find this helpful." Or, "Hey, I thought you might enjoy this." It's all you have to do. And you telling others about the podcast really, really helps contribute to its growth. And it helps to ensure that more people are able to access this free content. So I really appreciate that. Otherwise, I hope you have an awesome week and I will see you next Thursday.